Hi, everyone. Welcome. I'm Steve Woolenhouse, and this is Anatomy of Success. To be sure perfection isn't becoming a problem, recognize these seven signs. That's our topic this week. Let's get started. Welcome back again. This is Anatomy of Success, and I'm Steve Wollenhouse, your host. We talk about my four tenets of equanimity. I wrote a book called Anatomy of Success. The premise of the book talk about four areas in life we can focus on to improve happiness and life satisfaction. Better health, top priority. Healthy relationships, friends, family, healthy, intimate relationships. If you're going to be in a relationship with somebody, make it a good one. Sacrifice, make the commitment, get the most benefit from that. Research shows that makes life better. And then satisfying work. Why have a job we can't stand getting paid very little when we can do so much more? And work is important. We find meaning in our work. I suggest we focus on cultivating more meaningful work. Please subscribe to the podcast. We always appreciate ratings, reviews. Head over to weatherology.com. That's my company page. You'll find me under About Us at the top of that page. Links to LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. And then grab the Weatherology mobile app. It's free. And we'll would love to hear your thoughts on that as well. No surprise, many of us I know struggle with perfectionism. I did too at one point. From an early age, many of us are encouraged to be our best, strive for excellence. Those things are fantastic. However, they can escalate out of control when we're trying to please somebody and not figure out why we do the things we do for our own benefit and then manage the expectations. It's easy to do what well-intended parents and people in our life desire us to do, coaches even fail to provide a balanced approach to being extraordinary. I have to confess, from a young age, I struggled with this myself, and I celebrated perfection for many, many years, proudly proclaiming I was a perfectionist, not realizing what that truly meant until I learned to understand the implications of perfectionism. And the problem, perfection is impossible, and pursuit of perfection can be very dangerous. In a study at the University of Tehran, researchers showed perfectionism led to higher levels of depression, anxiety, and a plethora of other mental health-related issues. To beat the urge to embrace perfection, we need to fight back. It starts by recognizing when perfection merges into work ethic and ambition. A simple shift can make all the difference in the world. When we aspire to do good work, we gravitate away from the need to be perfect and embrace realistic expectations that encourage flexibility, adaptability, and focus. Michael Law said this, at its root, perfectionism isn't really about a deep love of being meticulous. It's about fear. Fear of making a mistake, fear of disappointing other people, fear of failure, fear of success. Now that's brilliant. So to be sure perfection isn't becoming a problem, recognize these seven signs. Success and perfection are very different. It's easy to get the impression that successful people are perfect and work harder than everyone else on the planet. Successful people do work hard, and they do work harder than most people, I would argue. But assuming exhaustion, burnout are the requirements for professional ebullience, that's inaccurate. My goal at Anatomy of Success is to teach us, teach people to make great money, spend more time focused on relationships, better health, finding more meaning in our work. That's not perfection. That's making work complement what matters most in our life. 
super defensive. Most perfectionists place heavy emphasis on what other people think. Feedback and criticism, very tough to take. And they respond oftentimes by being defensive. In the process, we don't listen and we don't hear any valuable direction that might be able to make our work a little bit better. We focus on the negativity. Oftentimes, the message isn't conveyed very well. I get that, but we still have to listen and hear if there's something substantive to extract from the person's criticism. We immediately reject anything oftentimes that isn't consistent with our definition of perfectionism, and we frequently miss excellent opportunities to make improvements in our life. Super critical. Ironically, perfectionists love to be critical of other people. Catch yourself doing that? Be aware. This is especially amusing considering how much they hate receiving criticism from everybody else. Perfectionists keep score and they measure themselves against other people's accomplishments. That's part of where this comparison on social media comes from. They won't hesitate to deflate somebody's ego, especially if they perceive that person is a threat in some capacity. Putting things off. Fear of failure is a big problem for perfectionists. The result? They procrastinate. When we believe our work is never good enough, we put things off. Many authors struggle with this, as do many entrepreneurs. They can't start until the perfect business plan is orchestrated, or they can't move ahead with their writing until that ideal beginning is manifested. Conventional wisdom says we don't get any place until we get started. It's the action that creates the motivation, and that's true. We can modify a bad business plan. We can't change a business plan that never gets started. That's why I'm not a fan, never have been a business plan. Too many people sit there, scribble down their perfect plan, how much money they're going to make, how the profits over the next three years are going to pour in, what they're going to do. And these things never pan out like we picture. You got to become adaptable, flexible, and you can't put things off. Inundated with guilt. Perfectionists are consumed with guilt because they feel their work is never satisfactory. The result, more stress, more anxiety. The process begins with negative self-talk and the conversation intensifies. The more we lament about negative thoughts, the lack of progress starts to suffer even more. When we lend credibility to those negative thoughts, there's a cascading effect that results in paralysis. By controlling those negative thoughts, we begin moving in the direction of clarity and positive momentum. Brent Brown said this, perfectionism is not a way to avoid shame. Perfectionism is a form of shame. Delight in other people's failure. Perfectionists love to celebrate other people's failures. Since they struggle with fear of failure themselves, they delight in watching other people fall. Sad but true, and I've seen it. I'm sure you have too. Friends that don't support us because our success is a reminder of all their failures. They secretively desire for us to fail. That satisfaction, incidentally, is accentuated by the guilt that overwhelms these people with their perfectionists driving a sense of competitiveness that is highly unhealthy. Being competitive, it's great until it escalates into this perfectionist mentality where it's competitiveness at all costs, even at the expense of watching your friends fail. Really pathetic.
risk averse. Along with fear of failure comes an aversion for taking risks. The world is full of people with great ideas. Everyone that takes a warm shower has a great idea. Very few people act on those ideas. Perfectionists are no different. Good ideas are stored away and never come to fruition because the fear of failure prevents them from taking any calculated risks. I see this in a lot of quote unquote highly educated people. They go through the rewards and punishment of getting these academic credentials, but they don't have enough confidence. They don't have enough courage. They're not bold enough to go take whatever they ostensibly know and go apply it. So they become critics, cynical, bitter, angry. They hate a system that failed to reward somebody so smart with success. And then they punish anybody else that they see succeed because they can't figure out how that person who is clearly less intelligent could ever succeed. That's part of the business acumen that most of these people just don't have and never will. And that's part of the reason you see this animosity festering so badly in certain political circles, because these people actually have this type of mindset. Super dangerous. And it also prevents us from taking calculated risks. And finally, appetite for approval. Most perfectionists require constant approval. Many have been rewarded for academic and athletic excellence, and they have a voracious appetite for accolades. That feels good, these accomplishments, and I get it. But that fear of rejection invites a myriad of unintended consequences. Progress slows down. Confidence suffers. Creativity innovation stops. We need to work on eliminating the need for approval from other people if we are going to be truly successful and feel satisfied in life. We can't let perfectionism become an excuse for never getting started, folks. And that's one of the top lessons we need to learn from this message today. I hope you benefited from this conversation about these seven areas, these seven signs that can signal us that perfectionism is spiraling out of control. I'm Steve Wollenhouse. This is Anatomy of Success. Thank you for joining us. Come back again next week. Until then, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic.